Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. B-Side's rare finds, secret shows. Whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, John Tubak, MD. We have you back. Thank you so much for joining us back on Savvy Broadcasting. We're grateful to have you here. As we chatted just before we hit the go button, you were here last time to share your past book, which was Make Your Own Damn Cheese, which I love, Understanding, Navigating, and Mastering the Three Mazes of Success. Today, we're going to talk about your latest book, The Straight A Handbook, The 50 Most Powerful Secrets for Ultimate Success in and Out of the Classroom. Very important for uh, people entering into the college realm and wondering how to get the most out of their experiences there. It's not just textbook. There's a lot more out there to learn. Um, but you also have ChewBackEducation.com if anyone wants to learn more. But before we head on out to get deep into your new book, share a little bit about your backstory for people who might not know about who you are. Well, my backstory is that I'm um, a board-certified cardiovascular surgeon, 
And um, I trained up at the University of Rochester at Strong Memorial Hospital. And first several years I was in practice, I did just open heart surgery in northern New Jersey, right outside of Manhattan, in the suburbs of uh, New York City. And um, during that period of time, I was doing um, some personal development work and started to do some soul searching and asking myself, was this really the, the career path I wanted to stay on? And um, I had sort of a, a major pivot in my practice. I still practice vascular surgery, but I went out of the hospital and away from doing major open heart surgery to a private uh, clinic just doing varicose vein work, mm-hmm. uh, laser-based varicose vein work. And that whole transition Mm-hmm. was a fascinating um, uh, segue into a new life for me, really, in many ways. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've become fascinated with personal development, mm-hmm. and I have um, been adding what I've learned to that area and hopefully helping other people find their real passion in life. Love it. So would you say that now this full rung has made you more of an empirical healer now that you've you know gone more inward in your in your journey of self-development? Well, certainly I think so. I mean, I, I'm still um, an allopathic physician and a surgeon, and and I, I do a lot of traditional uh, Western medicine on a day, day-to-day basis. But certainly that, that whole path opened my mind to other alternative therapies and mm-hmm. adjunctive therapies. In fact, I also have a company called Vita Support MD, which creates um, dietary supplements for, for people generally with vascular problems and, and supplements that pr- promote um, immunity and, and good health and wellness. Mm. So now you mentioned varicose um, veins and stuff like that. What, what are those? Because I'm just not familiar with what that is. Well, varicose veins are sort of, you know, we, we think of them as those bulging, uh, ropey, distended veins that we see in people very often. It's associated also with spider veins. And, um, you know, we think of them sort of as flabby veins, veins that have lost their tone and their muscle. So there are various ways of treating them with laser, with surgery, with injection therapy. But most of it today is very high tech and office based under under local anesthesia. It's sort of kind of like an easy trip to the dentist, so to speak, rather than hospitalization and general anesthesia, which was required years ago. Well, that's awesome. Now, does this play a part with the health of your heart system or is it separate? Is it a separate thing? Well, the entire vascular system is uh, related and intertwined, as you know. Mm -hmm. There's no very strong correlation between the heart and the venous system, but certainly when you have blood pooling in the legs in these dilated varicose veins, um, it makes sense to think that that's going to put some additional work on the heart and on the circulation. And people do wind up with swollen legs and discolored legs and sometimes even um, open sores and ulcers in in the last stage, what we call stage six. So it is a a very, very serious health condition when it gets to advanced stages. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I'm now excited to find out why did you write the straight A handbook? What was the impetus behind that? Well, you know, it's a great question. The straight A handbook really started and is in many ways a book for academic achievement and academic excellence. Um, But as the subtitle would tell you, it's also for personal development outside of the, outside of the um, classroom and for 
um, personal success outside of the classroom. So it, anyone can read this book, people of all ages and in all walks of life. And those things that I learned that helped me in the classroom, I've also found are extremely helpful outside the classroom as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, through all your academic academic study, because I'm guessing as a doctor, it doesn't just end when you leave and get your medical degree. I'm, it's an ongoing process. And and then you said you also educated and grew as a person and did a lot of self-development. What was like one of the biggest lessons you've taken home from all of those experiences? Well, I think the biggest lesson that have, that I've taken out of all of that self-development work is that you become what you think about most of the time. The, what the mind is focused on will be transmuted and will manifest itself in the physical realm, in the material world. And this is a very, very empowering truth. Mm-hmm. When, when, when you really uh, accept that and absorb that, I talk a lot about that and make your own damn cheese mm-hmm. in what we call the emotional mind or the subconscious mind, which is where our beliefs reside. When you believe what I just said, that you become what you think about most of the time, then you can use your thinking mind to really manifest an incredible life and lifestyle around you. It is so amazing, uh, Dr. Chubak, because um, I've, I've at times in my life had this uh, image or idea, this is where I want to go next. And I'll start to really like hone in on it. And this is important to me. I'll think about it. I'll talk about it. Maybe put a vision board together for it. And lo and behold, one was moving to Texas here that we're now in this wonderful um, you know, country of Texas and living in this wonderful apartment. But I had envisioned that just six months before it actually, boom, we're here. And it's, it's interesting. And it can be for anything. Maybe I want to go be a doctor, but I'm in my late thirties or early forties. And oh my gosh, it's impossible. It's not. I mean, there's so many people who have restarted a new career, even becoming a doctor late in life. It's absolutely true. And this is, and it's, I, as I said, the most powerful and the most important thing I've ever learned. Now I've been through a lot of school, four years of college, four years of medical school, five years of general surgery, two years of cardiac surgery. I've done heart transplants, artificial hearts, and so forth. So I've learned some fascinating and incredible things. But I can assure you, and I want to restate it, the most incredible, the most powerful thing I've ever come to know and believe is that you become what you think about. And so whatever it is that one wants to manifest if they will focus on that, meditate on that, study that, write about it in their journals, and just ruminate about this new change, this positive change in their life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen magically. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about mysticism here. But that focus mm-hmm. will then lead you to pursue those things which you must do, the actions you must take, and the behaviors you must take to manifest those things. You didn't get to Texas by blinking your eyes there was you know a lot of there was a process and a lot of work but by thinking of it and manifesting the idea it was transmuted into the physical reality that we live in yeah and you said something super important there which is first ruminating it writing about it putting out there really focusing on it but then a very important part which some people can forget about I want this reality, this outcome, but then now there are certain actions and behaviors that have to take place for in order for that to happen. And that's often where people will fall off the wagon. They'll be like, they'll think about it, they'll ruminate it, they'll talk about it, but they'll never go forward with the action. How? What would be your suggestion or ideas on how to push forward into the action realm? 
Well, one of the things I like to tell people is that built into the into this very very well known phrase now, uh, this this fascination with the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. In the word attraction is action, and if you leave that part of it out, I think you're in deep trouble. In other words, when we go back to let's say the straight A handbook, mm-hmm. I have all kinds of um, fabulous, powerful, valuable tips and ideas and techniques, and so forth. But if you don't take action on them, they're not going to have any impact on your life. If you don't study for a calculus exam, if you don't put the hours in, if you don't do the repetition, if you don't do the problem practice, if you don't go for the extra help, if you don't um, do all the things necessary, you will not magically produce an A in calculus. I can assure you of that. (laughs) So the action is mandatory and essential. The key is to find those things that you love that is so important to you that you really want. Mm -hmm. And then the work is less um, painful, shall we say. It's less laborious. It's still work. Don't get me wrong. But when you know where you're going, when your motive is great, then your motivation becomes easy. Yeah, this is such a a great, um, Dr. Chubach mentioning this, because I I have been picturing in my mind a, a more fit, healthy person. And I don't mean skinny. I mean, healthy and all realms, like my heart, my whole cardiovascular system, everything. Um, but it's been an ongoing journey of what does that look like? What does a person who is totally fit or healthy look like, be like in in an everyday world. And so it's been an ongoing process for me, but little by little, I've been checking out maybe YouTube videos, checking out more fitness stuff. And bit by bit, I've been changing my lifestyle, some of the things I eat, now having um, a great desire and excitement to go work out, hired a personal trainer. But see, what I think is interesting about the whole thing is it's not a one, all of a sudden, boom. It's kind of like you you begin to go down the road, then more shows up and more shows up. Because people are like, how am I ever going to get to Z? It's like when you start moving forward, the teacher shows up, the video, the you know whatever is the exercise realm you need to take or whatever the next step is for your journey. Absolutely right. In fact, in the book, um, Straight A Handbook, I I use an example of it's it's the fortune cookie chapter ah. and where one of my pre- professors shares with me something he learned in a fortune cookie, which was that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Oh, and so when you are ready, these things will begin to present themselves to you and then you will have awareness and recognition that these things are happening and then you can act on them and take full advantage of them. If you don't know where you're going, when opportunities arise, you won't know what they mean, what they represent, and you won't be compelled to take advantage. I always remind my students, it's sort of the story of the um, Alice and the Cheshire cat where uh, they meet and the Cheshire Alice says, which way do I go? Mm-hmm. And the Cheshire cat says, well, where is it that you're going? And she says, you know, nowhere in particular. And then he says, well, then it doesn't matter which way you go. So if you don't know where you're headed, if you don't know that, that weight loss and health and improved wellness and blood pressure, cholesterol, fitness, energy, whatever those things are that you're looking for, if you don't have that crystal clear in your mind that that's your personal destination, then nothing is going to happen to um, evoke that in your behavior. So you have to begin with clear goals and clear desires to know this is my destination. And then, as you said, step by step by step, 
A journey of a thousand leagues begins with the first step, and that's exactly the proper way of going about it. Yeah, it's so powerful. I was just uh, looking upon a story from a girl in UK who said, you know, I just saw someone doing something. It was the new year and people make their resolutions. Oh, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. But she said, I saw someone doing a chin up or whatever. And I thought, well, that looks really hard. You know what? I'd like to try that. But it wasn't like, oh, that's my end all going. I just, oh my gosh, I need, I'll die if I don't reach it. She was like, I'm curious. I, I would like to try that. So she just made it a goal that I'm going to do one. It took her six months to do one. And she just, she said, I would just randomly go to the park and just hang on the pole and try to pull myself up and do it. And after six months, she did one. And I was like, oh my God, I did it. And then it started her. And now she's actually a fitness trainer years later. But she said it was on the, the journey, that one step of, can I do that? And then I'm going to attempt that. I'm going to, I'm going to do that one thing, one of them. And that one of them turned into, boom, years later, she's a successful um, trainer. So it's amazing where that one thing can lead you. Absolutely. And, you know, the, you, you remind me of two great books. Um, one was called The One Thing, <laughs> and the other one was called Mini Habits, uh, neither of which I can recall the author's names mm -hmm. off the top of my head, but your listeners should check them both out, uh, mm -hmm. Mini Habits and The One Thing. In Mini Habits, the gentleman who wrote it, the author, began because he was deconditioned and out of shape mm -hmm. and he made it his goal to do one push-up a day, one. Mm. And he said to himself, if I can't do that much, if I can't bring myself to get that committed to my health and my strength and my wellness and my ability, then I'm never going to get anywhere. You can't set a goal to do 100 if you can't do one. So this pull-up idea is absolutely perfect, in my opinion. Mm. You start with one. And then you can go to two and five and 10 and so mm -hmm. forth. In the one thing, the concept that they share is the person says, well, where would I really like to be? Mm -hmm. I'd like to be able to do 100 push-ups consecutively. And then you say to yourself, well, if that were to be true, you know, how long would it would take? You say, well, maybe one year. Say, so where should I be in six months? 50. Where should I be in one month? 10. Mm -hmm. If that's true, where should I be today? Let's start with one. And then you ask yourself, what's the one thing I could do right this moment to get myself going toward that 100 push-up goal? And then you fall on the floor and you start pushing. Whether you move or you don't is a different subject. But all of us can lay on the floor and push against it. Yeah. And that's the one thing you can do to get going in the right direction. And I think these kinds of, you know, skills and tools are incredibly important if put into practice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the key. You can get a gym membership or something. You don't use it and get to do nothing for you. But that, I think that's the key why a lot of people say I had these goals, but they just never, never manifested is they seem impossible. And that's where we go back to what you said in the beginning. You have to have that belief that I can reach that. And I think that's where people stop themselves. They're like, oh, you know, I'd love to do that goal of becoming a doctor, but it seems so arduous. There's no way I'd ever reach it. Well, with that thinking pattern, you never will. But I think what I love about what you're saying here is that one step and another, the small bits you can make towards the, the ultimate goal. Because you're not going to be a doctor overnight. You're not going to do whatever it is you want to do overnight. It's the small step towards that eventually lead to the goal. It is, in fact, the only way that it can be done. Uh, in the book, again, it's funny, we, we're touching on some great subjects that we happen to cover in the book. Mm -hmm. In the book, I tell a story of when I was about 18 or 19 years old, 
I was volunteering in a hospital I had in my first year of college, pre-med. And I had this idea that I wanted to become a cardiac surgeon, an open heart surgeon. And then in speaking some to some of the surgeons at the hospital, I became aware of the fact, and awareness is one of my favorite words. It's so mm-hmm. important. I became aware of the fact that under the best circumstances, it would take me 15 years from where I was to become a cardiac surgeon. And I became very, very you know, um, troubled by that, dejected almost. And I went back home and I spoke to my father who was a physician. He was an OBGYN. And I said, dad, you know, I'm really rethinking this whole, you know, cardiac surgical, cardiac surgical thing. He said, why is that? I said, well, I was talking to some of the guys at the hospital and and I I found that it would take me 15 years to become a cardiac surgeon. And he said, well, how, you know, how um, many years will pass in the same amount of time, if you don't become a cardiac surgeon. And I thought, wow, I guess the 15 years is going to pass one way or the other. I'm going to have to do something in that time. So the question is, at 33 or 34, do you want to have fulfilled that dream? Or do you want to have left that a dream unfulfilled and unrealized? Because the time will pass. And when we set lofty goals for ourselves, whether it's training for a marathon, when currently you can't run around the block, or becoming a cardiac surgeon when you're a freshman in college. These things take time. Great goals take time. Those are the facts. And then you start with square one and you move to square two, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And and that's a great point to make because I've heard people say they're moving towards a goal and if they don't start seeing the progress they, they think they should see, they want to just step off and you know, some of the things like accomplishing that goal of uh, becoming a surgeon is an arduous um, goal, and it's going to take that time to build towards it. And once you even reach the all the schooling is complete, then becoming a master at it is going to take even more time. But that's it's just awesome. It's on the journey to becoming better and better and better. We don't because I think in our culture, we've come to this idea of, oh, I want to reach success. I'm at the top of the mountain. But then what? You don't ever want to get to, I'm at the top. And then and one um, opera singer, I think it was um, Placido Domingo, it said you never want to reach the top because then there's nowhere to go but down. Exactly right. Yeah. And I think another another key point in that that I, I teach quite a bit, let's take diet, for example. Diet is a very, very difficult thing. Weight loss is a very difficult thing. If it weren't, there wouldn't be so many companies, products, and trainers, and coaches, and professionals Uh, dedicated to the field. It's obviously a very, very difficult thing. Mm -hmm. People, patients in my practice, for example, become very, very frustrated because they've been dieting six weeks or 10 weeks and they really haven't lost any weight and so forth. And I understand how frustrating that can be. This is something I've worked with my whole life and battled personally as well. Mm -hmm. But what I try to point out to them is, well, Look on the bright side, and this is a very bright side. In that six or 10 weeks, maybe you haven't lost any weight, but you haven't gained any either. And if you had not been dieting, if you had not been consciously aware of your your exercise and your nutrition and so forth, maybe in that same six weeks, you would have gained three pounds. And maybe in six months, you would have gained 15 pounds. So even maintaining the steady state is a victory in many Mm -hmm. cases that you're not going backward. You're not going downhill as Placido Domingo said, Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be at the top of anything to go backward. So we keep fighting the good fight 
taking our small victories with our bigger victories and realizing that sometimes even maintaining our ground is a success. It is. It is. Uh, one guy I know actually had just started a fitness plan several years back. He was really overweight, maybe 300 plus pounds. And he'd been working out for about six weeks, you know, really focused, hired a trainer. He had a heart attack. And his wife and him are like, after all this work, look, I had a heart attack anyway. I'm like, yeah. The doctor said if you hadn't started exercising, you'd probably be dead right now. Great point. Boom. Exactly. And there's, <laughs> there could be a lot of truth to that. And, on the, you know, as you remember, uh, you probably remember one of the male trainers who was one of the big celebrities on The Biggest Loser. He was in fantastic shape, a professional trainer, et cetera. Yes. He literally dropped dead in the gym. Uh, and they brought him, they brought him back, thank God. And he, and he's yeah. still living, but he was young and fit. So sometimes you have underlying genetic predisposition, mm. predisposing factors yeah. and so on and so forth. But as they told that gentleman, it's possible that if he had not been exercising, he wouldn't have the physiologic re reserve to recover from that event. And now he did. And since he did, it wasn't time to quit and give up on exercise and diet and wellness. It was time to redouble his efforts. Now, whether he got a stent or was on medication or yeah. bypass surgery or whatever, now he was safer than ever to get back on that journey and start going forward again. Yeah, absolute awesome lessons for our audience today. Where do they get a copy of your new book, The Straight A Handbook? Where do they get a copy? You're not going to believe this, but it would be at Amazon.com. <laughs> A small bookseller that's online. I think everybody's heard of it by now, right? Yeah. <laughs> very small. And everyone, please find out more about Dr. Tubach at tubacheducation.com as well. And I just have to thank you again, Dr. John Tubach, for coming back to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. I look forward to next time. You betcha. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Oh, goodbye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.